This is Coffee with Kerry. Each week we meet amazing people who are going to be challenged to step from behind their profession for a game show and interview whilst having lots of fun. If you're looking to inject more fun into your world, join us here every week. It's time to get on with the show. Welcome to Coffee with Kerry, another episode and another amazing guest. I am so excited for today's recording. We have with us John Piker from Back of the Cereal Box. Welcome to the show, Johnny. Hey there, friends and foes. This is uh, John Piker. You can call me Johnny. And I am super excited to be here on Coffee with Kerry. <laughs> Oh my God, Johnny, that's so awesome. That's fantastic. That's a clip in itself. Let's be honest, that'll that'll take us through all the socials and that's a great way to kick it off. So I appreciate that so much. And it's, and it's so good to have you here. I think this is going to be awesome. We've got lots to get through. So I hope you're strapped in. Are you ready? I was born ready. Awesome. First round. The first round is actually the mug shot. So I see that you've brought your mug. Hold that up. For the camera. Awesome. Oh, Miss Saigon. I like it. The heat is on in Saigon <laughs> and it gets hotter than hell. Awesome. Now, John, what does this uh, mug mean to you? Well, I've been an entertainer all my life, stage performer. I've done Broadway and Broadway tours. And this Miss Saigon mug was actually the very first. Broadway show mug that was ever given to me as a gift. Ah, I see. So, and it was also the one closest on the shelf. <laughs> Just happened to be handy. That's good. That's good. And and what's inside your mug, Johnny? Do you mind me asking? You're going to be very disappointed in me. No, no disappointment. Because I am not a coffee drinker. Oh. Nor am I a tea drinker. Oh, okay. I am a Diet Coke guy. Ah, but you've so that's still, what's in my mug. That's good. You're still bringing the caffeine to the show, so that's that's a, that's acceptable. That well, is and, and and I'm making an exception for you oh. because I already had my caffeine allowance for the day. <laughs> this should be filled with water, but you know what? I was like, you know what? It's a special occasion. It's not every day I'm going to be on camera with Carrie Zarb. I'm going to, I'm going to break the rules a little bit tonight. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Johnny. Now I've got two mugs for this episode. My first mug is my little friend. I don't know if you can see, hang on. Where is he? He's over here somewhere. There he is. See this little, uh, this little guy up here in behind me is Mason the meerkat. Now, Mason is in all of my shows because Mason's just been with me for so long. I love meerkats. They just intrigue me. So I have a meerkat mug today to go with Mason. So that is my novelty mug for today's show. But I did want to share another one with you, Johnny, only because I, I hear that you're a bit of a movie buff and this one is rather significant. I don't know if you can see that. <gasps> Can you see? I it? love that. Isn't it great? Yes. Do you know what it is? Yes, it's uh, Back to the Future, 1985. According to my listeners, mm -hmm. it is the number three, three, the number <laughs> three best movie of the 1980s. 
number three. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And was that a particular, like, which one was it that they rated or was it just all of them? Well, it was the first one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the that's the classic, let's be honest. So, I, I love all three of them. Yeah. Back to the Future is one of my all-time favorite movie franchises behind Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, Johnny, can we do a cheers with our mugs to the screen, please? Cheers. Where is it? There it is. There it is. Awesome. Great job. Great job with the mugs. We are going to move into the next round. Okay. Round two is five fun facts about Johnny. Now, you might see some numbers behind me on a board. You need to select five numbers between one and 20, and that will reveal today's mystery questions so that we can get to know Johnny. Uh, we'll do two. We will do, I'm doing five. Yep. Uh, we'll do 20. Yep. 18. Five. And my all-time favorite number, eight. Okay. Rolling back. Now, I just want to point out we've got a bit of a combo of colors here. We've got some blues and some yellows, but we've picked it by numbers. And the caveat to this section of the show, Johnny, is that you chose these, not me. So if there's something extra revealing or something unusual, it's all on you. So I'm going to take it away. Question number two that you have selected. What is your most favorite gift you have ever received? Oh, that's a hard one because I love gifts. I love getting gifts. They're great. It is one of the profound joys of my life. Um. I would have to say the greatest gift of all time. I think I was eight, maybe nine years old. I got the Star Wars Millennium Falcon for my birthday. And it was, I mean, it was epic. It was everything I ever wanted in my life. Now, Johnny, I have to ask you, kind of referenced the size of this thing. Was that the child or it is physically that big? it, It was maybe bigger physically like yeah it's it's a big it's the ship it's yeah. The, it's yeah mm-hmm. and have you seen um episode one with chris and his millennial falcon by chance no Ooh, check it out i'll have to check that out mm-hmm. and johnny uh, follow-up question to that as well do you still have it i do oh even better even better that's great love it All right, we're moving into the next question, which is number 20. What is your all-time favorite movie? All time. All time. I have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Would you like some thinking music? I'm going to go with, I'm going to have to go with Star Wars A New Hope. Oh, wait. So that's original. That's that's the the further episode, isn't it? That's not. No, no. No, it's 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 the first one that came out in 1977. I was seven years old, oh. and when I went to the theater, I saw Darth Vader step through that doorway, and I pointed at the screen and said, "I want to do that." So sentimentally, that's my my favorite film. But if you were to ask me the best film mm-hmm. of all time, mm-hmm. I'd have to go with Casablanca. Oh, classic. 
classic. Yes, of course, of course. And what's significant about Casablanca to you, Johnny? Uh, it's just a perfect movie. Perfectly yep. written, perfectly filmed, perfectly cast, perfectly paced. They don't write dialogue like that anymore. It's just, it is the quintessential film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. Top of your list. And how often do you get to watch that? I watch it probably about twice a year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good. It's on regular rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Just as you feel like you're missing it, you're bringing it back. I love it. I love it. Okay. Next question, number 18, that you have selected. What makes you laugh the most? What makes me laugh the most? And I'll offer again the thinking music, but you do not have to take it. You know, I think what makes me laugh the most is being around other people who are laughing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are very few things that make me laugh out loud, but seeing other people react to things that are very funny, I find very, very joyful, very funny, and that will make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Contagious. It's very contagious, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially yeah. When, when my son is laughing. To see, just, he's got such a weird sense of humor to begin with. And, you know, when we see our kids laughing, there's just something special about that. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Kids laughing is the best. It's the best. It really is. And the most contagious. I agree. All right. Next question. Number five. (laughs) Are you more of an introvert or an extrovert? I am an extroverted introvert. Mm. I I do really well in front of big crowds. Mm -hmm. I love being in front of an audience. And I could be completely naked in front of 2,500 people and be right at home. But being one-on-one, in, or in small groups of people that I'm not performing for or on stage with, that I'm not in control of the situation. Not my not my cup of tea, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't do real well in those situations. And so I I, I would say in that regards I'm I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I don't I don't tell people that I'm antisocial. I'm socially celibate. That's a good way of putting it. I like that. I like, I've not heard that one before. That's, that's very, yeah, that makes sense. It actually makes sense, right? Yeah. I just, you know, I like to be with people, but I don't know, the bigger the group, the better I am. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think no, that that actually makes sense. I think, you know, you're from your years of experience and, and all of the things that you've done that I know a little bit about. Um, yeah, I think that, that that's cool. I'm, I'm with it. Um, yep. All right. We're going to move on to the next question. The last question of, of the five questions is question number eight. Now, this one, this one I know you're going to have good answers for. Well, I expect. I'm, I'm putting pressure on you now. I would like you to rate your driving skills. Now, this could be parking or, you know, like what are your driving skills like, Johnny? Tell us all about it. Are there speeding tickets? Do you run red lights? What's going on? Oh, see, I would say immediately 
that I am an outstanding driver. Of course. I am a superior driver. However, there was a period of my life where getting speeding tickets was my hobby. <laughs> that was a collection. Yep. Yeah. It's been several years ago, but um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I think I'm a pretty outstanding driver. Yep. And, and what would your significant other say? She thinks I am a horrible driver. <laughs> so do my kids. Oh, the kids as well. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, but yet I am always the one they ask to drive. Well. That's Dad's driving. Well, you hate the way I drive. If, if I'm going to drive, then let me drive. Yep. Yep, I agree. And, and Johnny, what do you like as a passenger? Oh, I'm a dream as a passenger. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I like to, I'll just tune out and enjoy the ride. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you might be a backseat driver a little bit, but no. Nah. Nope, nope, not at all. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, Johnny, that completes that round. Moving into the next one. The next round is I have, I normally do Aussie word of the week and I do have a word. So we'll start with that. Um, but before I do, I have forgotten one other small piece of the show that I would like to mention that there's a shout out today on this episode to the morning spotlight with Mike Ham. Mike was the star of episode number four of this show and his amazing podcast can be found on YouTube and all of the great podcast channels. I encourage everyone to check out Mike's show. So the morning spotlight, here's to Mike. Now, back to the word of the week, which is a little bit more interesting today because it's not just a word, it's a food, but it's an Aussie word and food. So, Johnny, I need to ask you, have you heard of a lamington? I have not. Perfect. Thank goodness. Actually, that was going to go really badly if you had of, because it would have spoiled the whole thing. So here in Australia and maybe in other countries, we have something called a lamington. Now, a lamington is an item of food. Before I reveal the lamington, would you like to guess what it is? Is it... A congealed lemon custard. I am so sorry, Johnny. It is not a congealed lemon custard, but I like I like the idea. I do. So a lamington is found in a bakery or in a store or a cafe or something like that. You would have it, you could potentially have it with coffee. So it fits the show quite nicely. And it's a little bit more cake-like. So let me just see. One second. Order up. Ah, thank you. I have a lamington. Now, I need to play with the camera here because apologies to those listening to the podcast, but you can Google what a lamington is. So this is a lamington. It is coated in coconut. And it's, I meant to check it out. Um, there's recipes online for this, but it's got like a chocolate coating and inside, if you don't mind, I'll break into it. This one's a special one. This is a jam-filled lamington. They do come without jam as well, and they're a bit boring. You always got to get the jam. So on the inside, let me see if I can reveal this now that I've completely squashed it. On the inside is a layer of jam. 
So you've got this sponge cake stuff. Then you've got a layer of jam, another layer of sponge cake coated in some kind of chocolate icing type of thing with coconut. What do you reckon? That looks fantastic. It's not bad. It's but, not bad. but there's no lemon. No lemon. Sorry. No but it's lemon. a lemington. Lamington, yes. So very close. Now I see where you were getting the lemon from. That makes sense. But yeah, super yummy. And it's and it's a bit of a staple here. If you go to a bakery. I want some right now. I would post you some. I don't know if it's going to make it. I think the use-by date's about a week, like at best, you know. So, I'd yeah, post from Australia to the US, I think it's going to take at least 10 days. It might be a little bit slimy by the time it gets there, if I'm honest. I'm going to find someone locally that does them because I got to try this. Definitely. Reach out. Yeah, check out your local. Do you guys have bakeries or are they just in stores? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, Nashville is a very cosmopolitan, world eclectic center. So there's someone here that does them. And if not, someone might know about it and can possibly lead you in the right direction for it because it's a must-have. It's really, really nice. If you like coconut and you like cake, definitely needs the jam. It's not the same without the jam. Well, chocolate and coconut are like Mm. two staples Mm -hmm. of my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I agree. All right, Johnny. Now, before we move into the next segment, is there a word or a food or something that you can think of on the fly here that I might not know about? Something in your world, in your neck of the woods, that little Aussie Kerry from down under will just be no idea. And again, would you Mm. like some thinking music? Have you ever had shrimp and grits? Shrimp. So they're those little, little curl, curled up little fish looking things, right? Mm hmm. Grits. I'm not familiar with grits. What's grits are corn hominy. It's like the inner grain of a kernel of corn and they're stone ground and then boiled till they're in a, like a congealed consistency and you add butter and salt and uh, in some cases in the South, you uh, would add uh, cheese and then the shrimp is, you know, cooked in a roux with uh, spices and andouille sausage and peppers and onions. And then you serve it over the, the cheese grits. It's kind of like uh, the, the Cajun Southern Louisiana deep South version of like uh uh kung pao chicken served over white rice that's the closest thing i can compare it to so chinese food but it's it's american american southern shrimp and grits shrimp and grits right so i think grits and i think it's all crumbly is it crumbly It, it can be yeah okay but not dry not dry it's it's you know it's it's I don't want to use the M word, but it's rich and filling and delicious. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that's Kerry's challenge is to look locally for shrimp and grits and at least Google it and have a visual and find out what this is all about because I'm curious. I'm curious about this. It does sound very interesting. So I think I need to get across the grits part of it at the very least. So thank you, Johnny. I've got a new challenge. 
Awesome. We are going to move into the next round. Next round, Johnny. Hope you're ready for this one. Survivor Challenge. Coffee with Kerry. Oh. Survivor Challenge. Now, Johnny, have you seen the show at all? Have you have you watched any of the show by chance? I've been a bad guest. Mate, there's only so many eyes and ears available in this world. And let's be honest, they're very consumed. There's so much going on. So we'll get to that. I have I have just entrusted myself you have. to you, my pocket friend, Carrie. Oh, pocket friends. Yay. Yes, definitely. All right. So let me explain Survivor Challenge. And it's good. That, it's great that you don't know this, by the way. So Survivor Challenge is you need to choose three celebrities and they can be by their official names, their character names, however you want to play this, because you are being landed on a deserted island forever. So think carefully about three celebrities that you want on the deserted island so that you can survive. That is the Survivor Challenge. So again, movie characters, any kind of celebrity. It could even be a, a comic cartoon character. However you want to play this, Johnny, it is all yours. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne, Number yes. one. Yep. Number two, oh, if we can do fictional characters, mm -hmm. The Mask. Jim yep. Carrey's The Mask. Yep. And number three, To Survive. Mm-hmm. This is purely for my pleasure. Sure. Ellie Berry. Ellie Berry. Okay. All right. So you've got your three answers locking it in. No, no changes mm -hmm. to that. You sure? You're positive? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So tell me, what is Dwayne the Rock Johnson going to bring to your island? Why did you pick he him? Is, he is the peak of human perfection. This is a guy who can do and has done everything. He's the kind of person that says, when I'm going to do something, he does it and he does it exactly the way he said he's going to do it. Mm -hmm. He's an incredible human specimen. He's smart, he's strong, and he's uber talented. So even if he can't save us, he can at least entertain us. Very good. Very good. Okay. And the mask. Why Jim Carrey the mask? Well, because, you know, I could have picked any superhero, but Jim Carrey, the mask, the mask that he wears gives him the ability to do anything. He can have any superpower he wants. That's true. It's not limited, only limited by his imagination. Mm -hmm. So if I want Superman, I got Superman. If I want the Flash, I've got the Flash. If I want, you know, uh, who, whoever you can name, they're Everything. all rolled up in one. Everything you need right there. Okay. And Halle Berry, what's Halle bringing? She is bringing the sexy. <laughs> that's, that's pure selfishness. Yep. Yep. Now, follow-up question to all of this, Johnny, is how are these three going to get along, including yourself, in this mix? Because you're there forever. Like, you're on a deserted island forever. Any kind of thoughts to that? I don't think any of us get along for very long. <laughs> That's true. I, I, think, I think egos collide and just there's an implosion. Yep. 
So yeah, you just, I didn't say they were good picks, but now one one of them by themselves could probably yeah. And if I only had to pick one, it uh-huh. would be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, and see, I thought you were going to go for the mask because of all those powers and no, no, because he's he's irritating as hell. <laughs> He's he's all powerful, but I mean, who can take that for very long? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. You might want to think about taking a, a I don't know, some kind of box or a, a you know, cupboard or something. I mean, that you he, can lock he breaks in. into one verse of "My name is Cuban Pete. I'm the king of a rumba beat," and I'm done. I'm, I'm like, okay, once was enough. Two is too many. I love it. That's fantastic. Well, Johnny, I think you've done well. I think you've picked awesome people. And um, yeah, no, I think you I think you'll survive. I think regardless, you'll work it out. You'll you'll definitely have it all sorted pretty quickly. So thank you for playing Survivor Challenge. You have survived. Next round. Johnny, I've got an interesting question for you. I want to know who is your favorite, all-time favorite fictional character and again would you like some thinking music because i'm starting to feel offended that you haven't picked any thinking music yeah go ahead and play some thinking music i will thank you Did that help or was it distracting? You know, I love books. Mm-hmm. I love reading. I love fiction. And picking one fictional character as my favorite is so difficult. Mm-hmm. But, and every time I think this is the one, I think, well, what, but what about, I, I'm going to go with a very obscure pick. Okay. And I, I would I would almost guarantee nobody else you've ever had on the show would pick this character. Good. Original. Love it. I am going to pick the character of Danny from the Rolled Doll novel, Danny, Champion of the World. Okay, you're going to have to elaborate for me because I don't know it. Don't hate me right now. Don't hate me. No, that's me. okay. It's, it's one of his more obscure works. Um, da- <clears throat> Danny and his father, it's semi-autobiographical for, for Roald Dahl's life. Danny and his father live in a gypsy caravan, and they survive by poaching pheasants. And um, Danny comes up with this method to put the pheasants to sleep so they just drop to the ground and he as his father can just go along and scoop them up and they they poach enough pheasants to eat for a year in one night and uh danny was just he he related to me in a lot of ways it was the first book i ever read as a child um i still have it it's on my bookshelf downstairs and um he, uh, I related to him in a lot of ways because, you know, he and his father didn't have a lot, but he, uh, he was able to use his wits and his talent to create something out of nothing. And, um, that, that resonates on a, in a big way with me. Awesome. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to look this one up. Like, honestly, I feel like I'm getting a lot of homework out of this episode, but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Thank you. And thank you for sharing that. And definitely, I don't think anyone else is ever going to bring that to the show, by the way. So you will take take the, the, you will take the title out on that one. So it's good. It's good. Next round. Johnny, tell us about your podcast and question on the plural. Is there one or more? I'm curious to know. So back of the cereal box is the flagship podcast on the back of the cereal box network. Mm-hmm. We launched this in November. It's my fifth podcast. Oh. So I've done several previously, um, but I was in the hospital getting over COVID. I learned how to survive COVID-19 the hard way. I got it. I was hospitalized and I'm alone in the uh, in the hospital and I'm thinking about my career as an entertainer, as a storyteller, actor, singer, magician, and podcaster for 30 years. And, um, you know, I'm like, you know, I, I've entertained millions of complete strangers for 30 years at the expense of family and friends. And I made a promise to myself that I wasn't going to do that anymore and that I was going to make a pivot away from being on stage and focus on writing and and art and podcasting. Mm -hmm. But what podcast to focus on? I had been doing a podcast for about 10 years called the Diesel Punk Podcast, which was just focused on that genre of uh, that literary genre of diesel punk. And it was successful, very successful. But I've been doing it for 10 years. And so I'm like, what can I do that combines like all of my past work into one, but I can do it so that I'm at home and I'm not away from home and, and taking up time away from my family. Mm-hmm. And um, I was I was talking with some people, and we had done uh, an episode of a previous podcast called Comic Extravaganza, and we had done an episode. And when I say we, me and my co-host D Barty, mm-hmm. we had done an episode where we were doing a serial taste test, ah. and it was our most watched episode. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking with a mentor of mine named Jason Swank, who. Some of your listeners will know his name. He's the founder and host of Rebel Force Radio, mm-hmm. one of the top five biggest podcasts on the net. And um, we were talking and I said, you know, I have this idea to do something with breakfast cereal because it was fun and I want to emphasize the fun. And he came up with the title, Back of the Cereal Box, because, you know, we, he and I are both of an age where we didn't have iPhones or tablets at the breakfast table, mm. we were reading the back of the cereal box on Saturday morning. So that was like my gateway, my portal to all of the things I love. Mm-hmm. Comics and toys and cartoons and board games and even music. And so it became a natural. And so we launched back of the cereal box in November, 2020 mm-hmm. as a video podcast on YouTube and Facebook and uh, with an audio complimentary podcast and 
shortly after we launched, people who were guests on the show would come back to me and say, hey, would you be interested in XYZ on your channel? And they, they would pitch me a show idea mm-hmm. that was, you know, in brand. And I was like, well, that would be great. Because it was like topics that we cover on the show. But on Saturday morning, you know, we we just have, you know, the the hit and run kind of format. And, and these would be spinoff shows that take a deeper dive. Mm-hmm. So, so on our Back of the Cereal Box channel, we've got uh, the flagship show, Back of the Cereal Box. And then we've got the Ice Cream Queens. And they are a midnight snack of horror and gothic flavored pop culture. And whereas we eat breakfast cereal Saturday morning, yep. they eat ice cream and drink wine. Ooh. Yeah. And they talk about horror movies and um, horror books and the horror genre in pop culture. And then uh, Kelly Getner does a Wednesday night show called um, Back Issue Breakfast Club. And um, she reviews graphic novels and trade paperbacks um, and helps people find their next new favorite comic read or, or maybe rediscover it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I do I do another spinoff on audio only. It's Saturday matinee movie reviews. Oh, wow. And uh, I dig into my box of Blu-rays and DVDs and do a fresh review of old movies and maybe help you find your new favorite movie or rediscover it. But the, 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 the overarching thing, and on Saturday mornings, by the way, it's live, it's interactive with the audience. We do it in our pajamas oh. with big bowls of cereal. Yes. And the audience gets to interact with us. And, and it's just all about having fun. And that's the overarching theme of the entire project is recapturing the fun of our youth while forging adventures in adulthood. Yeah, I love it. Oh, my God. So how many shows is this per week? Like, I've, I've, I've lost track here. I haven't got a big enough. Well, so pad. for me, it's two. Two? Um, yeah, I, I do I do two per week. Um, and, and one is early in the morning on Saturday mm-hmm. before the family is awake. Yeah. And the other one is late at night on Wednesdays when the family has gone to sleep. And then the other hosts do their own shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a team of editors that work on them and we upload them to, uh, to our channel, to our network. And um, away we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love if, it. if you hear that uh, rattling in the background, our, our hamster is chewing on her bars of her cage. I hope that's not distracting. I am not getting it. We are okay. Good. <laughs> I've got the mic set right. And listen, Brandon and Tanner would kill me. Oh, oh, mate, I'm not going to tell them. I, I won't tell them. Don't tell them. They used to be a sponsor. Yep. So yep. Well, that, that I've got sense. two of them that they gifted. Actually, they gifted me four. Oh, bonus. Yeah, one for me and one for the other co-hosts. Love it. Love it. And, and hey, hey, no shame. I, I started with the Yeti as well. I've only recently, more recently, and when I say that, like this year, you know, upgraded. So, yeah, had the Yeti. And you know what? And I've said this to them in all complete transparent honesty is I thought it was great. 
I actually thought, you know, like for me, but, you know, post-production, when you've got post-production happening, you can make it work. Like it works. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think it just sounds really crisp, really clean with my voice. Yep. Maybe. And, and I like that it picks up because I'm, I'm a good almost two feet away from it. Yep. And it picks me up, you know, super clean and, and clears. And I've got the gain turned way down. So for someone like me, who is a stage performer, I went to school to learn how to enunciate to the back row. It's, a, you know, it's, it's perfect. Yeah, that's it. You find what works and you run with it. That's, I'm a true believer in that for sure. All right. So we've covered the podcast. We've covered so many awesome things. Johnny, is there anything else that you would like to share for this episode before we wrap it up? Well, maybe the better question is, is there anything else you would like me to share? I would love a song. Do you have a song? I never seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies. I'm not proud of my address in a torn up town. No post could envy. But everybody's like gold teeth, gray goose, tripping in the bathroom, bloodstains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room. We don't care. We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams and everybody's like Mayball, Crystal, diamonds on your gold piece, jet planes, islands, tigers on a gold leash. We don't care. We're not caught up in your love affair and we'll never be royals. It'll run in our blood. This looks just ain't for us. We crave a different kind of buzz. Let me be your ruler. You can go be Queen Bee. And baby, I rule. Let me live that fantasy. Amazing, amazing. Hang on, I've got a button for that. I really do. Oh my god, Johnny, you know how to bring it. Holy crap. Jesus. So I got I got something very special just for you, Carrie. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, Do you know what this is? It's a card. I've got it's a single playing card. Yep. Would you be amazed if I ask you to name any card from 52 cards? And if I turn this card over. Would you be amazed if that card is on the face? I would be. I really would be. Would you be willing to bet on it? <laughs> sure, why not? In the spirit of the show. A coffee. Okay, done. Done deal. Coffee. Yep. What is the card you were thinking of? You want me to say it? Yes, please. Seven of diamonds. The seven of diamonds is right there <laughs> oh johnny oh my god you're funny <laughs> you I, owe me a coffee i do i do and i will deliver i will deliver on that that's fantastic well done well done and you know why i came up with the seven of diamonds because i just watched the other day is it um now you see me I watched one and uh -huh. two, Now You See Me, because I just think they're pretty good shows. And, um, yeah, that's that was the card that went up onto a building or something, I don't know, magic trick, you know, normal stuff, normal stuff. 
<laughs> so I couldn't get it out of my head. I was trying to think of another one just to trick you because I thought if you've already zoned in to what I'm thinking, I'm already screwed before we've even started. So <laughs> awesome stuff. Well, Johnny, we've come to the end of the show. Oh, Now, before we really wrap it up this time, YouTube channel, where can people check it out? What's, where, where do we go? So the easiest way to find me is my personal website, johnpika.com, J-O-H-N-P-Y-K-A. Perfect. The podcast is at the top. Mm-hmm. My new books are at the second. And then other podcast projects are, are the third row. Awesome. I keep putting up four fingers. <laughs> third row. <laughs> the count doesn't matter. It's just, you know, it's the theater. It's the theater. Let's be honest. All right. Now I'm going to play us out. I've got our little music to have a little dance to. And thank you very much for coming on to the show. It has been awesome. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate it so much. Well, thank you, Carrie. Thanks for tuning in to Coffee with Kerry. You can catch us weekly and I'd love to receive your rating or personal review. See you next week.